Hello and welcome to Tully Travels Podcast. What's the story now, one and all? Day 33, Lisbon to Malta. I was uh, I was back in the saddle today, so uh, a bit of news. Um, woke up at 6am. I slept in the dorm last night with the curtains open. Uh, so I wanted to get up early, so... It worked out at three. Woke up at six. The alarm set for, I think, half past six. So um, it was good. Had all the bags out of the room. So all I had to do was throw on the shorts and the top and the socks. And I could hate. So, um, geez, I was on to a winner. I wish. Thought this day now, Monday, and first day in the saddle now in three days. It's going to be brilliant. I got food last night from the restaurant that I ate at and I got takeaway as well. So I was going to have that for breakfast. I was going to have pasta for breakfast. I knew I was doing big mileage, so all prepared. Throwing all the granite rags out the door, downstairs, kitchen was locked. So I was like, right, fuck it. Can't have me breakfast. I said, never to fear. Uh, I left my bags in the common room. Common room was locked. I was like, shit. No one on reception until 8 o'clock. So it's 25 past 6 now at this stage. I was like, fuck. So, started off back up to the bed. Lied in the bed then for about half an hour. And then I thought, tell with this. I'm wide awake, I need to get out. So went downstairs and I was trying to, you know, get any bit ready that I could get ready. And was playing with one of the cats in the hostel. She was meowing like mad. She was mad for her food, but I didn't know where to get it or to give it to her, so she could keep meowing. I had nothing for her. I had nothing for myself. But um, about 20 to 8, quarter to 8, maybe, then one of the ladies that works in the hostel turned up. So I was like, oh, brilliant. So, good morning, how are you doing? And she started kind of rushing. I said, here, don't worry, take your time. I said, you can open the kitchen. And I'll be with you in a few minutes. Fair do she did. In anyway, and tore into some cold uh, pa- pasta. One great now, but I knew it did it. It had stunned me in the long run. So that was fine. And then I went and got my bags, packed up the whole bike and everything. Went and said goodbye to this lady and thanked her for all her help and everything. And it was nice. You know, I, I really enjoyed my time there and now oh, they're good people you know um, so headed off then anyway uh, just after 8 o'clock so I'd lost effectively an hour and a half really and truly um, roads were atrocious there are potholes cobblestones and then you have cobblestones and they were tarmacked or concreted over but not very well and ah oh, Jesus the bike every pothole and bump I hit I, it was hurting me inside so um, geez, this went on for how long maybe about 15 or 20 kilometres and then I got onto some sort of normal country roads and that was fine stopped and then obviously I had all this food with me and there was weight on the bike so I stopped and I had a bit which I was happy with because I didn't have to like go waiting you know to order food and to pay and everything like that so it was good um, and then 
cycling along. Some nice scenery, sort of along the coast and whatnot. But um, the vibe of the people down this part, you were getting eyeballed. I'm sure they're probably thinking, what the fuck is this fella doing in November? Cycling. You know, they're all there wrapped up in their nice jackets and woolly hats. And I'm there cycling in a t-shirt. And then once it gets too hot, I do zip the t-shirt down. So the chest and the belly just be hanging out. And, you know, I have tunes playing and enjoying life. So, but, um, you know, they're eyeballing you. And then I do look at them and say hello and then nothing back. So I kept pushing on anyway. But um, then I got to a stage just over halfway. And I got onto this main road. Now normal main roads I was happy enough on it there was a, a bit of a hard shoulder but enough jeez I've been on worse roads now but when I got on this road the map told me I was going to be on it for 69 kilometres so I was like Jesus right this is going to be a bit boring but at least you know there's no thinking once they're on it that's fine I was only on it about 2 kilometres and then a car coming towards me started beeping and like waving his hand at me so I thought something might have happened up the road. I was fine. And then, about a few minutes later, uh, a murk up my arse nearly like knocked me off the bike, sat on the horn the whole way until it passed me. So I was like, fuck, right? That's not good. Maybe I shouldn't be on this road. So there was a bit of a pull in area. Pulled in, checked Google Maps, Drava, Camus, and the Eurovelo. All said it was fine. And it was a registered cycle route. So I was like, I'm I'm not in the wrong here, so that's fine. So there's about 63k left of the stage cycling along. So like, in this time I might have passed two or three hundred cars and a handful of them were beeping, you know, and trying to warn me. So I was thinking, you know, it's not a great return. If everyone was doing it, maybe, you know. And then two ambulances passed me, one with the blue lights on, and then that one coming towards me, they never said anything, so I thought, well, you know, they might know, so, you know, maybe their mind was elsewhere, but I thought, you know, they might have said something or two. Then got round one bend, and the boys in blue were coming towards me, beeped the horn, and the two of them waving their finger, no, 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 like that, so I said, right, I need to get off this road, because clearly I'm not supposed to be on it. So this kind of fucked my day up and kind of put me in a bad mood then um, got off the road had to like hike the bike up maybe 3k of a hill um, and whatnot. I ran out of water um, I just yeah just pissed off because I'd only about total just over 60 kilometres left in the day you know it would have taken me three and a half maybe four hours I was like, fuck, I don't need this now, like, you know. Anyway, I was going taking this other route and was on it and that was fine. And it led me back onto this fucking main road again. And I was like, I, 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 I can't do anything here because it's constantly leading me back to this main road. So I thought, fuck it, I'm going on it again. So I went on it and I was on it for about 10k. No one beeped. It was a lot quieter now at this stage. It's about... It's about half three. Um, so that was grand. And then I came to a petrol station. So I thought, oh, lovely. I'll go in here now and I'll get water. 
had a few bits. Um, so then the next thing went in and I got a bottle of water and I got two bottles of Powerade and two Lion Bears. There was a few, two or three lads in there and they're kind of naturally leaning up against the counter looking at me and whatnot. It fucking came to fucking a tenor. I was like, Jesus Christ, this is daylight robbery here, but naturally I was gasping, so I thought, fuck it. So then at this stage, I was like checking the map again. I'd only about 56k to go to get to Sapri. So I was like, oh, do I stay on this road now regardless? What do I do? So check the map. There was a train station only up the road about six kilometers. And I said, you know what? Fuck it. That's a lot safer. It's getting dark and you know to help with it. I was really a bit disappointed though in myself because I don't want to take any more trains or public transport. I really want to grind out the rest of the journey and um, just kind of you know see it out or whatnot. But uh, just today was such kind of towards the end was such a fuck up. Um, it was kind of good timing that there was one along the way when there was, but. Um, Got to the train station anyway, nice and handy, and bought me tickets. And then, just as I bought it, it was going to be there in about 10 minutes, maybe 12 minutes of time. Uh, there was a delay. Apparently, there's a rank train drivers initially on strike, so I had to wait uh, another half an hour. So, I was meant to come at quarter past four, it came at five o'clock. So, I was like, right, I can live with that. You know, gave me time to go looking up. Um, places to stay so my usual um, routine Sapri, booking.com look at all the places see where's the cheapest and the most reasonable email every single one of them hi I'm coming by bike uh, can you store it safely because I have no lock um, no no one got back to me sorry one got back to me but it was 75 quid a night he wanted so that's how much it's up there was one I had seen and it was only 23 a night so I thought you know what because Sapri is not a very big place and you know you can wait around it so I landed got off the train um, and it was only 400 yards 400 metres sorry from the train station to this place so I said I'll be down there in a minute I said I'm just going to bull in and ask them and if they know well I'll go searching again landed in and it's kind of saved the day now. Lovely woman behind the counter. Very friendly. Spoke English. Yes. Can I help you? Yeah. Um, I said about the bike. Yeah. She showed me a place. Stores. The lock and door key. No problem. Everything was hunky-dory. So it was 23 a night. But she goes, oh, uh, it's 25 and you get the breakfast. And I thought, I said, yeah. But you know, like, she wasn't trying to rob me and all this. And really friendly and whatnot. It, it kind of changed my opinion of the people and of the day because otherwise I would have said they're all fucking pricks down around these parts but no it's amazing you know you just meet the right people at the right time just when you're nearly at your breaking point or your limit but uh, up to the room then and I had a lovely hot shower I was frozen um, so now just out for dinner but I have to wait a half an hour for the kitchen to open, so just relaxing here, watching the world go by. 
eyeballing all the locals back and um, making a plan for tomorrow. Plan for tomorrow is plan for the rest of the week. I need to average out a minimum, I think, of 125 kilometres a day to reach Malta by Friday. I think. And maybe it's 150 I need to do. I'm... Sorry, yeah. I'm about 500 kilometres away from the very southern point of Italy. And then I have to get the ferry. So I need to average out, yeah, the next four days. A minimum of 125 kilometres in order to get there for Friday. And I either get a ferry Friday night, evening... Or first things Saturday morning and um, that's the, the end then of the, the London to Lisbon so um, open tomorrow and the rest of the week goes a bit better if I can just get on the road early you know I'll be a big help and obviously if nothing goes wrong with the bike or myself um, should be alright but uh, the only thing is if I don't get out early I'm fucked because I think it was 10 to 5 this evening it was pitch black so like if you're not indoors or within 5k of finishing someplace you know it's it's, it's dangerous and the way they drive over these around these parts yeah I don't really want to be risking it so try and be on the ball for you know 7 8 a.m the rest of the week but the only thing is now there's breakfast tomorrow half seven hopefully you know if there anyways any bit of blow on them they might fire it out to me a few minutes earlier even if they could bag it up and I'll take it with me and eat it along the way or something like that but um, overall though yeah fairly fairly happy and content with today Um legs are between heavy and tired you know when I take a day or two off and I've done a lot of walking but nevertheless um, happy enough and just need to focus on the task ahead now for the rest of the week just get it done as the fella says um, yeah don't think there was any other major oh yeah there was actually at one stage uh, once I hit about maybe 40 odd K there was a stretch of road and I was on it for 10 kilometres and uh, I was cycling anyway that was fine and then out of nowhere there was a woman just sitting on the side of the road on a chair all dolled up to the nines so she was obviously a working girl so I do say hello to them I've come across them now in Portugal, Spain and France just in certain areas you know it's usually near where there's like a near a service station or an army barracks or you know something fairly big where there'd be a lot of men maybe working so um so that was the first one and then a few more minutes on the road on the opposite side of the one there was another one hello hello um so on this 10k center road there's probably about 15 of them just all spread out but um at one stage today when i was on the train and you know, giving out about people and whatnot. I said, I should have stopped and stood up beside the women and maybe tried to get a bit of work for myself. Might have been a bit of crack. But um, 
Yeah, I know, I get pushing on. So I'm sure I'll see it again later on the journey down this south coast of Italy. But um, other than that, that's all I have. I'm, I'm going to have the spud and then have an early night and hopefully an early morning tomorrow. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Good luck.